there, Ruby fans. I never thought I'd say this, but we refuse to let it go. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Ruby Redux here on uh, the Rooster Team Radio. Guys, let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel. I'm Megan Salinas, and with me, as always, is Mark Donica. It's me, the Internet's Mark B. Donica. I'm here, and if I seem distracted, it's because I'm running the board. And not because he is a computer robot man. Uh, and also with us, Stacy Shuttleworth. Hello, hello. If I seem distracted, I'm probably just distracted. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us, Katie Cullen. If I'm seem distracted, it's because I'm exhausted. <laughs> so we're all distracted here, and it's going to be great. Excellent. I am. I am actually really excited for distracted answers tonight because guys uh we a little a little trailer dropped earlier today for a little movie called frozen 2 ruby volume 7 yeah, yeah. Oh, i mean kind of <laughs> do mean, you want to build an au it doesn't have to be an au well but I, it should i i watched the the teaser trailer and i you know i was like oh this is cool they're they're clearly taking the teaser at least marketing wise they're taking it in a little bit of a darker direction but i didn't start thinking about it until mark tweeted out earlier today that like oh hey some some sort of similar elements to uh, our favorite magical girl show literally elements <laughs> like it, it wasn't until I, I wonder if it was the uh was it ever after short where it took place in the fall and elsa had a cold and it was oh, it was her yeah. it was her birthday and all that stuff um we at how well let me ask Stacy, I know, but yes. uh, with <laughs> Megan and Katie, how versed in the uh, in the Frozen the, the universe, Arendelle verse, are you? I uh, I know that I, I've watched the the short that came out afterwards. I, as far as additional lore goes, I know enough to know that Rapunzel is their cousin, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. and that's as deep as my lore knowledge that's goes. That's just a theory. Wait a minute. Uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> hang on. A different on. show. Wait. Yeah. Katie, how about you? Um, I'm versed. I have to say that my latest dip into Arendelle came in the form of Kingdom Hearts 3, and those are opinions that are going to go somewhere else. There will not be any spoilers there, but there's, um, yeah, there's, there's feelings involved. So, <laughs> so there's, there's a lot that, uh, if, so you didn't even see the, the Christmas short? Well, I'm sure you did. Oh, it no. was in front of, it was in front of Coco. Uh, we, we, I actually, we went, we went to, to a, a pre-screening screening of Coco that, that did not have the that short. That didn't have the short. Uh, but um, we did get to see it two weeks before everyone else and watch everyone else cry so when they saw it the Actually, first time. I have not seen the Christmas short. Uh, I assume that there's lots of world building in there and that I can't understand Frozen 2 without having seen the Christmas special. Isn't the Christmas special Precisely. like 95% <laughs> Olaf being Olaf? Well, yeah, it's Olaf yeah. trying to figure out what Christmas means. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, it's adorable. Oh, no. It is it's very cute. Perfect. It's very cute. And and uh, my wife, not being from Norway, but from Sweden, seeing very, very similar, if not oh. the same traditions on screen. Stop. And, and having that and then... Uh, everybody coming together during Coco. That was a hell of a cinema experience. Oh <laughs> a uh, lot of feels. But, that's a lot of leave but, me here to die. You, you may all be wondering why I've gathered you here tonight. <laughs> For uh, murder. Well, well, Wait. Like, I, I know Stacy has, but the audience doesn't know so, what yes, Stacy's experience Stacey, with Frozen is. Tell, tell us a little bit about uh, your Frozen experience. I know exactly how many stitches are in Anna's cape. 
because I made it. <laughs> how did you do that to how, yourself? How many? How many there are, are there? A lot. You know, it's not just a little <laughs> capelet that you drape over yourself. It's constructed out of many pieces that don't necessarily make sense. But on one hand, Frozen went really into detail about how, like, they showed the seams in all the garments and, like, you could actually work and break them down. On the other hand, why? <laughs> it made everything so much more complicated. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's the most despair I've ever heard in your voice. Like, you were just tapping into a well of sorrow that I don't think I've ever heard from you before. Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. Frozen, that, this was our first big cosplay experience. Like, my husband and I made Kristoff and Anna's outfits, and then we made another version of Kristoff and Anna's outfits. Which one specifically? I made the winter traveling But you cape. also made... I also made the frozen fever outfit. But you also made... <laughs> The troll betrothal oh, outfit. Oh okay. my god. So, so, yep. so this is true. So we we did it for WonderCon when the movie came out. And on the first day, we wore their regular outfits. On the second day, we wore their regular, just the traveling outfit and Kristoff's outfit. And then on the third day, we got engaged and wore <gasps> the troll traveling or the, the troll wedding capes. And it was it was amazing. And actually, that crown is still one of my favorite things we made them out of leaves and everything it was oh, real fun it was one of it's one of the the most adorable uh proposal stories the fact that it just became a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> <laughs> that's how you guys got engaged uh, we got engaged at wondercon yes yes <laughs> so Fro- frozen that sounds wonderful in cosplay <laughs> frozen's a very important part of y'all's relationship yeah, it really has been yeah. <laughs> yes we identified very heavily with these characters mm. that's wonderful i oh that's beautiful. So you may all be wondering why I gathered you here today. And Is it to kill Superman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to my Legion of Doom. Sweet. All I want is pants. A decent pair of pants. Is Solomon- that so much to ask? Solomon Grandi want pants too. Um, so guys, the reason why we are just we are sitting down to talk to you about Frozen tonight isn't just to talk about Frozen. It's because we started seeing parallels between the Tale of the Maidens and sort of what they are probably going with for Frozen 2 based on the teaser that was released this morning so that got me thinking well what if frozen and ruby existed within the same universe and i have just arbitrarily decided that crossover town is where rooster team radio lives uh, (laughs) on a whim so that's where this episode of ruby redux is going guys i would like everybody to give me their pitch for frozen 2 as it exists within the world of remnant can I call it Crossover Town? Yes. Because I like that title. You can call it Crossover Town. <laughs> crossover Town was an abandoned concept for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> <laughs> they, they decided just to go back with uh, Twilight Town. I mean, they made Daybreak Town. Yeah, so They were like, Crossover Town's too on the nose. Yeah, That's this whole game is Crossover <laughs> Town. Um, so is Club D or Club Disney or whatever it was. They, they The Penguin game. So Club Penguin. there was another one though there was something uh, what i want to know is i want i want all of your pitches for frozen 2 and they can be as detailed or detail oriented as you would like or not detail oriented as you could give us the premise or go through beat by beat how you want the entire movie to go you really (laughs) overthought how much we were bringing well i'm sitting here going like 
I've got a couple mental plagiarists to my left and my right. So I don't know if these psychic mind thieves are going to steal my idea or not. So I had to think things through. Should we let Maggie go first? <laughs> no, 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 no. We should. Let's go with Mark. Mark, let's let's hear your pitch first. So I'm I'm excited to, to announce, because we have some exclusives here, that uh, <laughs> the shot, if you let the shot just before the title go, where it sweeps around all of our characters and they see the autumnal forest, Right after they cut to black, uh, the the full cut of that scene is they're going to see a puff of smoke that is a locomotive that is going across the uh, the landscape, and they have to go stop uh, a train <gasps> that is carrying various mechs that two other uh, people are trying to rob. So um, we're going to be see- we're going to be the the way that we're putting this in in time is that it's going to start in before ruby season one where adam and blake are taking over the train so that's our our main crossover point and then we're going to go from there into uh the main uh the main sort of uh storyline that we get from ruby season one i love that that's yeah. excellent uh <laughs> stacy let's let's go with you let's hear your pitch all right i have two main main points that we that we hit at some point in this film uh it all starts with an emerald-haired girl showing up at the palace. Of Arendelle? Of Arendelle. That's it. That's how it starts. And how it ends. Good night, everybody. Please, please don't Please. shout. <laughs> I, w- I want to mix this at some point. This needs to be listenable. All right, I'll lean back. Thank, that's, I would really like it if you did that. <laughs> okay. You got to be careful about that. Our apartment echoes. I do. All right. So, Stacy, emerald-haired girl appears in front of Arendelle. What happens next? Well, she's a little lost right now because everything she thought she knew uh, has fallen apart. Ooh. <laughs> Intriguing. Is that what sets our story in motion? That's what sets our story in motion. Is it a subterfuge or are we going to have to wait until the movie to find out? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Is it subterfuge? <laughs> That's already a question. I don't know why I did up a You know what? I wonder if it starts off as subterfuge, but then turns into something more because Emerald finally realizes what true love and friendship is all about. If anyone's going to teach her that, it's Anna and Elsa. Uh, Elsa That's true. Emerald and, uh, cross Elsa, Elsa confirmed. <laughs> well, she's going to be a maiden, so see, we're going to get Emerald into her powers. Her not being a maiden. Elsa. And Elsa. Oh no, this is this is Emerald's journey oh, into maidenhood. Oh, you'll get your pitch, you'll get yeah. your pitch. Ah. Stacy. Stacy's oh. still working on her. So so that that is the first part that we are definitely hitting. The second part involves Jean and Kristoff with a uh, giant herd of reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to do something. See, that's that's the thing with that you're you're revealing something too, is that shot of the herd traveling wherever they are. Just before it cuts, you like it cuts just before you see Jean on another reindeer. Exactly. Yeah. Brothers and horns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like wild hogs, but with Kristoff and, and Jean, but reindeer instead of motorcycles. Katie, would you like to weave us a tapestry of what you envision for this film? So I'm going to go away from what we're all thinking and say Elsa's not a maiden. Either she is a prodigy with ice dust, or there was some form of experimentation or some genetic whatever, but this is not magic. This is dust doing what it do. And Salem, not knowing that, 
knowing that someone with ice powers lives out here and there are a couple of maidens still in the wind, sends her forces to go attempt to either recover this maiden or destroy her so as to have the next one better under her command. So that scene that we see with all of them walking in that nice little forest and then Anna turns around and draws a sword on the other side of the camera, flying monkey. Mm. Berenger. Flying Berenger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, that's, that's going into territory that Disney doesn't own because they own Ruby. Uh-huh. And, they own, and they own Frozen. I mean, that, my, my theory wasn't my only theory. I just wanted to give everybody else a, a go. So, Megan, you, you go, and then I've got one. Oh, I've got, like, a spec script in my brain. <laughs> Before we move on, we have a quick announcement for you all. Yes, everybody, as we are taking this journey on Rooster Team Radio, we need your help. And there are many ways that you can help us. You can leave us a review on your iTunes or a podcast service of choice. Uh, that way... We can become a little bit more searchable and people can find us and join the family, et cetera, et cetera. If you're in a foreign, uh, if you're in another country, uh, you need to send us your review because we won't be able to see them in our native podcast servers. What the? I can never say this right, but um, make sure to uh, tell us if you're enjoying the show. Thank you. Second of all, uh, tell your friends uh, if you want to help support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash the rooster team and sign up for a monthly donation subscription. It will help us get better equipment and uh, help us return to video because that is a goal for us in the future. And it can also help us get to RTX, which is another goal that we have this year. But uh, on top of that, you can also go to tpublic.com slash the rooster team. That's where we have all of our merch and we will continue to have our merch so make sure to check that out. We have a lot of great designs on there. Um, but on top of that, we do have a sponsor. What better thing to take on this journey with us than snacks? Everyone needs snacks for a journey. And to that point, Rooster Team Radio is sponsored by Fred's BS. Breads and spreads by Fred. Fred's BS is an L.A. local one-man baked goods business that offers unique flavors in small batches. Whether you're looking for homemade jams, brownies, blondies, or brown sugar buddies, the best cookies you've ever had, Fred's BS can provide. All products are made in small batches with fresh ingredients. Nothing is ever frozen. And Fred provides a plethora of flavors that can't be found in stores, like the aforementioned brown sugar buddies or his strawberry peach paradise sunrise jam. Also, if you're LA local, you can choose pickup instead of delivery and get your goods even sooner. Fred even has a strawberry blondie special going for Valentine's Day, so be sure to check that out. Head to fredsbs.com and use coupon code THEROOSTERTEAM for 20% off your entire order. That's fredsbs.com, F-R-E-D-S-B-S.com, and coupon code the Rooster Team. Fred's BS. Treat yourself, because you deserve it. I didn't hear anything after nothing's ever frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and to get back, my pitch, guys, we pick up exactly where Volume 6 leaves off. Because, as we all know, in Volume 6, Tyrion and Watts made their way to Atlas, And what I envisioned for this film is that they find out on their expedition that the relic that was supposedly in the vault at Beacon Academy actually is not there. It that was all a ruse, if you will. The real relic that was supposed to be at underneath Beacon is actually underneath Arendelle's castle. Is it the is it the like uh pomegranate like the orb that elsa has to hold when she's being coronated <laughs> yes no it it's Anna's happy birthday hat no it is <laughs> yes. it is absolutely yes. that orb that is the relic and now that she's been coronated it's going straight back into the vault but what does it do <laughs> um 
what are the relics? <laughs> uh, knowledge, choice, knowledge. Um, creation, creation and, destruction. and destruction. So this would be choice. Yeah, this is choice. This is definitely choice. I'm like sitting this, here saying like this story the choice. <laughs> and nice. peak so, choice. And they also find out that you know the the winter maiden is not. Winter, much like a Vernal situation from last volume, winter is a red herring. It's not her at all. And, of course, Elsa is our our winter maiden. And so Salem converges on the country of Arendelle. And uh, the only way that Elsa is going to be able to defend her kingdom is if she gets a team together. A team of other special persons so she'd go with her sister of course even though her sister doesn't have any magical powers but they're a team together they they work together and that scene at the very beginning of the teaser where she's trying to dive into the ocean that impresses the ocean and so the ocean knows that she needs to call upon another person for aid so who does the ocean send the chosen one moana so Moana. <laughs> now you're getting crazy. <laughs> We're going no, for see, it. it. In this situation, I'm seeing Anna as her Nick Fury. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they're a Ruby style team. Yeah. So it's Moana, Anna, Elsa, and of course, who else do they call upon their aid? But their cousin Rapunzel, who has healing powers. <laughs> and guys, so that, we that's a semblance. Yes, it is. It's a you semblance. Know? Anna just hasn't unlocked her semblance yet. Moana's is Water-based navigation. <laughs> That's a semblance. No, no, Moana's power is that she can't die when she's in the ocean. Uh, Megan, when you invited us here, we this is secretly... Uh, listen, let me just start by saying this. We love you. <laughs> and you... Uh, this, this... We're worried about you. <laughs> and together, they form Team Mare. And... That it's Team Mare and Team Ruby is gonna have to cross is going to have to team up to teach Salem the power of love we and already, friendship. We already had a, a team of four that's interchangeable between Sven, Kristoff, Olaf, Elsa, and Anna. We could pick any of those four and no, make an no, anecdote. No. Okay, not special enough. <laughs> I appreciate Anna, Elsa, Moana, and Rapunzel. Olaf can be there's why. <laughs> Princess Squad. I like how. Okay, but I like Team Reem for this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have a dog-like animal that gets a spot on the team, but the sentient snowman that can't melt—that is essentially magic—is the mascot. Yes, exactly. Guys, that's how Disney works. Guys, 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 guys. Because Olaf is magic. What if Olaf is the relic? (laughs) You were going to say Winter Maiden for a second. I'm thinking about this team name, and if Elsa has to be the leader, then it needs to start with E, so I'm thinking Team Irma, E-R-M-A, like like Ermin, like white. Perfect. Perfect. Winner! And and again, (laughs) Team Ermin and Team Ruby team up, and they teach Salem the true... Meaning, meaning of, of Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, we got like, the wires crossed Olaf somewhere. Gives Salem a warm <laughs> hug and Salem just gives up. I'm it. Olaf and Game I over. like warm hugs. And she's like, all this time. <laughs> all well, I needed but she then, found was another immortal hug. being who loves her for who she is. That's, and that's Olaf. Then that makes the, the frozen Christmas special totally <laughs> canon. Oh, you, Olaf spent all of that time so that he can bring that Christmas cheer to Salem. 
<laughs> it was his training montage. We just didn't know it at the time. <laughs> so, oh Mark, uh, you, uh, we, sh- we should wrap up, up soon, but you had another theory. This is kind of like a real legitimate Ruby theory and kind of not, um, but I'll do it in the joking way to present it. Uh, Elsa meets an, a nice but kind of firm man who really wants to get into business. <gasps> Uh, uh, nice, great mustache, but wants to marry into the family for very bizarre reasons. Turns out being Jacques Schnee and Elsa Whoa. is Mama Schnee, <laughs> mother to Weiss and, Win- what, Weiss, no, Weiss, and Win- Weiss and Winter. <laughs> oh my god! Which is kind of and it's Whitley. kind of been a lot. And uh, no, fuck. <laughs> um, I know I said very few, but I'll censor myself. But uh, I th- I think that's what the actual Ruby thing is going for is that the Snow Queen analog is going to be uh mrs schnee i think that's a fair assessment yeah i just mm-hmm. want to see mrs schnee and crow in aa oh elsa's gonna uh develop a drinking problem <laughs> yeah sure uh, hold on that's what disney wants to market <laughs> we we were talking about this a little bit off camera uh not off camera because no cameras we're, in here. we're, camera we're technically camera. talking off camera yeah, right off, now off mic uh we talked about this a little bit off mic but uh, a couple years ago you know there was a hashtag going around give elsa a girlfriend when it came to uh frozen 2 i think in our crossover town wait world. a minute <laughs> did you sneak a shipping episode into the use damn it's it it's always about the shipping it's always a shit that's the that's Why my secret Mark? ship when you can have an armada that's my secret mark every episode's a shipping episode elsa doesn't need a ship because she could just walk on ocean on the ocean <laughs> elsa's so mad she's gonna fight the ocean well, having the a ocean. ship then is just a nice no. bonus my my point in bringing that up is that if in our crossover world uh, where team ruby and team irma exist within the same world uh blake would then be in another love triangle just by default, <laughs> just yeah. by automatically, <laughs> because everyone's in love with Blake. It's fair. <laughs> I think she. If I, we wanted to talk crack shipping, Elsa and Blake would be a lot of fun to to unpack. Um, please add Elsa to the Ren and Nora dynamic. <gasps> Ooh. Make that a threesome. Ooh. Give me that noise. Sign me up. All right. Before Mark has an aneurysm as we continue what to talk about shipping. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> shipping. I think shipping we've already Mark. had an aneurysm. We, we created Team Irma. I've been that, deceived. <laughs> I've activated your trap card. Uh, <laughs> you have not solved your shipping puzzle. It is unsolvable. You've stepped into infinite. my diabolical web. <laughs> it is kind of sticky in here. <laughs> you are forever trapped. But it's anyway. A uh, it's a joke, you see. I think that's, uh, unless anybody has any other theories or soft pitches uh, for Frozen 2, I think that's going to do it for us. Anybody, final thoughts? When Elsa goes recruiting, it needs to be, do you want to be a teammate? (laughs) Because we really need a teammate. Join the squad. That was good. Way less let it go jokes than I thought there'd be in this conversation. We let them go. (laughs) You literally asked (laughs) for it. You did. Any final thoughts, Stacey? I kind of need all of this now. <laughs> fire up the old uh, fan fiction. The old uh, Microsoft Word document. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Use dragon to dictate it while you're sewing your new frozen costumes. <laughs> and crying. Mark, any final yes. thoughts? I can't believe what we have unleashed onto the world <laughs> for the sake of SEO and dem clicks. Um, but I'm I'm happy that we had this conversation. I think. I'm happy that it's going to live forever. I'm starting to think that Crossover Town is 
my wheelhouse <laughs> just it between really this and welcome to Vale. I'm starting to think that I've missed my calling for years and years of writing fanfic. You're a parody master. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. We want an, oh, Katie, did you have yeah, final you thoughts? Yeah, you didn't ask. <laughs> Sorry, Katie, do you Excuse have any final thoughts? I had another song Sorry, parody you... because that's why you keep me. <laughs> you hopped in while I was asking for final thoughts. So I assumed you gave yours already. Oh, no, so no, Katie, no. final thoughts. SEO, SEO, we're doing it for the clicks. SEO, SEO, and we're super proud of it. You have a lovely voice. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, you keep me here for the puns and the stupid song parodies. So that's going to do it for us. On that that literal note, uh, Katie, where can people go if they want to find you? You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxe. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Uh, Stacy? I'm Stacy. You can find me all over the web at Stacy Shuttles. Tweet me and mark your shipping theories. <laughs> Tweet all of us your shipping theories. <laughs> I want this. Let me into this. Especially now, Mark. it's fun. Now, Mark, where can people find you? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's Mark Budonica. God. Damn it. All right. Uh, yeah, follow me at Mark Budonica. Um, sure. Let's give it a go. <laughs> and to stay on topic, you also have a Disney po- or a theme park podcast. Right? Uh, a theme a theme podcast where we're actually going to be uh, talking about the attraction moves in Kingdom Hearts 3 and how well they're represented just because Dem Clicks. Dem Clicks. Um, it's called Party of Two. You can find us on Twitter at Party of Two Pod. We also just put out an episode for uh valentine's day to the, all of the roma- most romantic places at theme parks and Aww. a lot of the answers will surprise you <laughs> that's super sweet uh, it's not when you hear what we talk about <laughs> oh boy you're gonna say tiki room and pirates of the caribbean you're gonna have to tune in to you're find out to, yeah. you're gonna have to tune in and i'm megan selena so you guys can follow me on twitter and instagram at the Mangwin. that's t-h-e-m-e-n-g-u-i-n i also do a lost retrospective podcast called no love lost be sure to check that out be sure to follow the whole team at the rooster team subscribe here on rooster team radio uh and guys thank you so so much for listening we'll see you all next time